shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The luminous lights that set the nights aglow, coupled with individuals' newly sparkling spirits, are emerging again this holiday. Tis the season to celebrate, be grateful, and rejoice. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today the theme for our show is Christmas, New Year's, and Celebrations. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We have a fun and festive program in store for you today as we share creative ways that you and your family can make this season as joyous as possible. As part of our holiday gift to you, Be The Star You Are charity is offering three of its signature books for sale for the holidays at a discount of 55%. Buy Be The Star You Are, be the Star You Are for Teens, or The Business of Show Business for the ultra-discount 55% off price of $9.99 plus shipping through December 31st. Buy only at our store and ask for personalized inscriptions. And that's starstyleradio.net forward slash store. All monies will benefit the charity. Cool. Be sure to check out the store and treat yourself to a book. Also, we just found out that Be The Star You Are has been selected as the recipient of this year's Moraga Chamber holiday donation. Every year, the Moraga Chamber of Commerce chooses a charity or organization to whom we direct our individual donations and contributions. Last year, they collectively donated to St. Jude's Hospital. The two years prior to that was the Rescue One Foundation that provides local high-tech ambulance and emergency services. And prior to that, they donated to the Toys for Tots program in conjunction with the local fire department. This year, they chose Be The Star You Are for all the great work the volunteers have done in the community since 1999. We want to say thank you to the Moraga Chamber for choosing Be The Star You Are and hope that other businesses, chambers, and organizations will also consider choosing BTSYA as our goal is to grow leaders and make a difference in the world. Again, from all of us at Be The Star You Are, our gratitude to the Moraga Chamber of Commerce. Wow, this makes me realize that there are so many exciting ways to have a great time this holiday season, and I have so many incredible memories about spending Christmas with my family. I really do feel incredibly lucky to have such a large family and a family that is diverse. My dad's family is Hispanic from Spain and Italy, so they are naturally very loud, fun, and extremely silly. They always get together on Christmas Eve, and the best way I can and ex- I can explain the event is an explosion of sugar, colors, and all things crazy. <laughs> There's a lot of laughter and hugging, and we do open gifts, but the funnest part of the night is something that we all anticipate, and it's the singing of the 12 days of Christmas. 
Now, that is an event in and of itself. Before we sing, someone draws the 12 different days, for instance, the two turtle doves, the 12 drummers drumming, five golden rings, all that stuff. And we actually fight over who gets the five golden rings on. So <laughs> we actually, we take the, the banners and we sing very loudly and there's a lot of laughing involved. And I love that part so much. And I know I will create uh, carry that tradition on with my future family. That is so neat. What a great way to really get to get together and have a great time, you know? Oh, it's I, so I think- you know, we have these like Christmas carols and all of these great ways to celebrate the holidays. But I think sometimes we just get bogged down in things like presents or the materialistic yeah. aspect of it. But to know that you're out there with your family singing and just really building bonds together is so refreshing. Now, what you said about the presents, that's exactly right. Like we don't really do presents um, during my dad's side of the celebration. We just get together. We have lots We have lots of food. Um, You mentioned that your dad's family is from Spain and Italy. And have you noticed that you guys engage in any different traditions with your dad's side of the family because of where they're from versus your mom's side? Because I remember when we did our Halloween show, we talked about how different cultures from all over the world celebrate Halloween so differently. So I'm curious, is that the case for Christmas as well? It's actually not very different um, with this family. It's not very different from what we do here in America. Um, it's We don't focus a whole lot on the presence. It's more of the family dynamic, which is a lot of what Spanish and Italian families are really about. It's just uh, the family uh, dynamic. And we are together a lot. We, <laughs> um, we have a whole lot of people from the family in this tiny house at my aunt's and it's just so many people we get together we don't worry about what's going on it's just we are there as a family and we celebrate this um but in contrast to my mom's family my mom's family is a little bit smaller it's a little bit quieter but it's still a lot of fun and there's a lot of love being thrown around and we get together on christmas afternoon instead of christmas eve and all of my aunts and uncles from her side get together at my grandma's house and now my grandma and grandpa live in this huge colonial style victorian house and when they decorate it all festive it's just completely gorgeous there's always um a gigantic noble fir tree in the living room and the pine smell just hits you like right when you step through the door and I love that because it's it's I guess it's not like I guess would the word be cliche but it's like that familiarness of what Christmas is it's like the mm-hmm. the tradition of what Christmas it's is authentic yeah. yeah it's authentic yeah and my grandma hand creates these Christmas ornaments out of bread dough in these shapes of trees elves candy canes everything that you can think of during christmas and she pins them one by one all over the walls the doors and the entryways and i don't know how she finds the patience for that but (laughs) it's it's super beautiful and i really love having my cousins over and sitting next to them waiting for everyone to arrive because we have quite a bit of people um coming into their house and we eat a late breakfast um with donuts and pancakes and just everything and uh, when we finally hear my grandpa saying, who's ready for presents, we yell and storm at him. And I, everybody just oh. comes together in the big living room. And what we do is we all sit around in a circle. And uh, we each year we pick a designated gift giver. And mm-hmm. it's usually the kids who are doing it. And it, uh, last year, I think, the last year we did this, it was me and my brothers. Um, what we pick out, and we have uh, gifts that are from my uncle to 
uh, my grandma or my uncle to me or my uncle to my brother. It's just everybody gives a gift to one of the uh, people in the family. And we each give one person one gift. So we're all opening one gift at the same time. And we can see the emotion, the expressions, and just the gratefulness of the gifts that we give each other. and I'm, you're not you're not like tearing into the pile. It's more appreciative, I think. You know, doing it yeah. one by one and making sure that everyone is there and getting to yeah. view the excitement as each person opens their gift. Yeah, it's not like everybody opens their gifts all at once. It's it's a very slow process that just allows us all to be together as a family and appreciating every gift that we get. And you capture the moment better that way too. I think you do, you do. And I'm very sad that I won't be there this year since we moved to Denver, Colorado, and they're all the way in California. And it's very hard to think that they'll be over there and we'll be over here. And I and I can't help but long to spend that time with them. But I'm really thankful that I have all the memories of being with them. We have so many fun memories. And it, it's great. Um, one wonderful thing that we are able to bring a few traditions that I didn't mention with us. And one thing that we always do is we volunteer at the Processing Center for Operation Christmas Child. And Operation Christmas Child, for those of you that don't know, collects shoeboxes, filled with presents and practical items like brushes, socks, and Bibles for children all over the world who might not have a Christmas or hear about Jesus. And they have a saying, what goes into the box is fun, what comes out is external. And you know, you put in all these fun gifts, but when the child gets that gift box and they open it, they see that there's someone who's out there that wants them to have something, not just a gift, but to have the idea that they are they they know about you and that they know that you don't have that fortunate um, experience to have a Christmas and that they care about you and they care for that child so it's absolutely it's giving the child an option to have a Christmas and with the Bible it allows them to hear about Christ and it it's just a very very beautiful thing to give a child oh right I mean I got to experience it firsthand because actually I'm a part of Key Club and oh. we have our division council meetings every month. And that's where all the clubs from the division come together. There's about nine in our division. And we just talk about different service projects that we can do throughout the year. So typically the meetings are just purely discussion. But because this past meeting, the holidays were coming up, we decided that everyone who comes to the meeting had to come with a shoebox, again, filled with those presents that we could donate. So we kind of killed two birds with one stone. We had a great meeting and we got to participate in this, which I totally agree is a wonderful way to show a child you care. It is, and I love doing it because we did it a couple years ago, and we weren't able to do it earlier um, the previous year, but now that we're going to do, do it this year, I'm super excited. Our church is actually um, volunteering uh, with Operation Christmas Child, so the youth will be going there and doing the processing center um, as well, and it's just it's so awesome to be able to participate in that. And we actually have another tradition that we started as a family about five years ago, mm-hmm. which is the Polar Express on the eve of Christmas Eve. And um, we bake cookies. My mom gets hot cocoa um, ready. And on that scene where the conductor comes in and has all the hot cocoa brought to the kids, um, that's when we drink our hot cocoa. (laughs) It's so fun. Oh, that's so amazing. Well, thank you very much, Asia, for this terrific discussion. And I loved the festive ideas you've shared here. I'll be sure to integrate them into our holiday plans. During the break, be sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our Tumblr page at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Please also watch our videos at youtube.com forward slash be the star you are. Stick around for our next segment as we welcome to the program a rocking author. 
Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star team. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about appreciating the mirthful holiday spirit that permeates our lives this time of year. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. To add more insight to the conversation, we are thrilled to bring author Jeff Gunnis on the show today. Jeff Gunnis is the author of thriller and horror novels for adults and the middle grade YA fantasy series, The Jack Templar Monster Hunter Chronicles. The first book, Jack Templar Hunter Monster Hunter, was written in an effort to get his reluctant, reluctant reader, 11-year-old son, excited about reading. It worked, and a new series was born. After his experience with his son, he he is passionate about helping parents reach young, reluctant readers and is active in child literacy issues. As a father of five, he leads an active lifestyle in Maryland with his wife, Nicole, by trying to constantly keep up with his kids. In rare moments of quiet, he can be found in the back of the City Dock Cafe in Annapolis working on his next novel. In his book, Jack Templar Monster Hunter, Orphan Jack has no memory of his parents and only the smallest details from his aunt Sophie about how they died. The day before Jack's 14th birthday, things start to change for him. At first, it's great. A sudden new strength helps him defend his nose-picking friend T-Rex from the school bully, and even his crush, Cindy Adams, takes notice. But then a mysterious girl named Eva arrives and tells him two facts that will change his life forever. First, that he's the descendant of a long line of monster hunters, and he's destined to be in the family business. Second, that there's a truce between man and monster, that children are off-limits until their 14th birthday. Jack has only one day before hundreds of monsters will descend on his little town of Sunnyvale and try to kill him. Sounds fascinating, right? We think so, too. And thus, we are so excited and honored to have Jeff on the program today. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And we're thankful that you're on here, too. Um, So I wanted to know, and I'm pretty sure everybody wants to know this as well, what inspired you to be an author? And specifically, what inspired you to write this book? You know, 
it's funny because earlier today I was looking through my desk and I came across some old papers that I wrote when I was uh, 12 or 13 years old. And even then I was writing fiction and, and writing these long 10 and 12 page stories that I'm sure, you know, uh, made my elementary school teacher cringe that she had to read my, my terrible stories at that age. <laughs> and, but even then I was really into it. I just, I just loved creating my own worlds and um, just was hooked on reading and writing right from the beginning. Um, skip forward a bunch of years and, and uh, you know, going through college and getting, you know, not doing a lot of writing and going and starting a career and a family. And then my son Jackson, uh, who was 11 at the time, we're actually today just celebrating his 14th birthday. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so but 11 at the time, he, it turned, he was doing great in school. He was getting A's and a few B's, but he just really wasn't grasping some of the basic writing and reading. And so we would start by waking up really early in the morning and read books together. And that kind of was okay for a while, but he got a little bit bored with it. I thought, you know, if I wrote a story, a book with you as the main title character, not only that, but you got to fight monsters in the book, you would probably be a little more excited to wake up in the morning and do this. Mm. So that's what I did. Yeah. I to write that and get him, get him excited about reading. I that's love it. I love it. And you mentioned that when you're writing, you love to kind of get immersed in a new world and you love to create these different worlds. And actually in this book, Jack Templar, it takes place in locations all over the globe. So I wonder, how do you research scenes for the book and do you visit different places or are you spending a lot of days at the library or what do you do? It's a great question. That's, that's one of the real fun things about writing is as you're writing, it's like being immersed in your own movie only you get to call the shots. You get to decide what happens to the characters, mm -hmm. the locales they're in. And so I have a mix of a few things. I actually grew up overseas. My dad ran an import-export business. So uh, uh, although I was born in a little old Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, in, in basically in the middle of a cornfield, uh, at the age of five, we picked up and we moved to Athens, Greece, and then to the island of Cyprus, and then to Saudi Arabia. Wow. And so that really has really impacted my writing. And uh, since then, I've done a lot of traveling. I did a study abroad program. And most of the locations in my books, even though they seem so spread out, are usually places I've been before. And so I'm drawing from those experiences, my memory of how I felt when I was there. And some of those places I've been able to take my kids back to. Uh, but some of them I haven't, except through my books. I'm able to, for Marrakesh is a great example in one of the books, we're in the, this bazaar, the souk in downtown Marrakesh. And, and you know, I've, I've not been able to take my kids there, but through the Jack Templar books, I've given them the experience, a little bit of the experience of what it's like to be in the middle of a market with all those smells and, and sounds and different dialects from all over the world. And so for me, that's, that's part of the real fun of, of, of writing. That's so awesome. I love how you included all of that. And you know, in real life, we always need a team. We always need someone who is supporting us. We need people around us. And Jack Templar has a band of friends that help him. How did you create these characters like you created all the um, environments that are in the book? Great question. You know, by the, the major, uh, his best friend, his name is Will. And that's actually my next oldest son. His name is also Will. So uh, it didn't seem quite fair that Jack, my oldest son, got his own book. So I had to put Will in the book right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give him some equal time. Um, and really, my other kids, as, he mentioned, as I mentioned before, I have five kids. And so each of them uh, shows up in the book at some point, in the books at some point. My, I have four boys and one girl. And my daughter, her name is Caroline. 
And um, she ends up as being the Lord of the Vampires in book three. And <laughs> when I told her that, she, I thought she'd be excited. She's five years old. She just started crying. And I said, What's wrong? Oh. She said, I don't want to be a vampire. Oh. <laughs> oh. Vampire, you try to be good in the end. <laughs> but, I, but I do try, you know, because I, I absolutely believe what you said is that, and what I see with my kids all the time is, and just my own life, is you really are the people you surround yourself with. And you yeah. really, you know, become, if you choose to surround yourself with people with strong moral character, surround yourself with people who are, are, are going to make good decisions. It just makes it easier for you to make those same types of decisions. So in the books, I try to, to create a team of people who are all working towards the same direction, but just like real human beings, they all have foibles. They all have flaws as we all do. And just seeing how they support each other is, is really my message to my own kids as they read the books. Hey, you know, no one's perfect, including yourself. And you just have some friends just really support each other. And that's really the only way to really achieve great things Yeah, is, is give that support and accept that support from other people. Exactly. Yes. Love it. Surround yourself with the people you love and the people who lift you up. And it sounds like with your five kids, you have a terrific time doing just that. And throughout the show, we've been talking about gearing up for the holidays. And I wonder, are you, do you have any exciting plans with your kids for the holidays? Well, I tell you, with five kids, there's never a dull moment. <laughs> there's never... A quiet moment and especially around the holidays um, you know I grew up and we had a, a lot of fun traditions that my parents had with my brother and I and we can continue that with our five kids um, you know, reading uh, is, a, is a big part of what we do we have a couple books that we read every Christmas together uh, certainly the, tr the traditional twas night before Christmas and we sit down and read that out loud and, and it's kind of a badge of honor when one of the one of the kids becomes old enough to read that to be the person who actually reads the book to the rest of the family and so we just really celebrate reading and literacy. And we also try to find um, some kind of charity, some kind of, out, some kind of way to give back to our community every Christmas. And last Christmas was the, was the first time that we started supporting the Toys for Tots literacy program. And it's just been a great experience for my kids. We, we go to Barnes & Noble and we choose books to, that, we're gonna, that their favorite books to donate to uh, the, the Toys for Tots literacy program. And having that conversation about why we're doing it and how to help other people, especially helping other kids, they can really relate to that, really remember that the holiday season isn't about just getting presents and, you know, Santa Claus and all that stuff, right. but, you know, giving back to other people. And it's been a great, great experience for us. That's so awesome. And I love how you mentioned how you had to be fair with Jack and Will in um, including them in the books. And will you write a book with each of your own kids as a main character? How, how are you going to do that? I don't know if there's enough hours in the day. At least we've stopped having kids. So five is, <laughs> we <can do> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that right now there, you know, I've, I found a way for the each to have a cameo appearance. And what's been uh, fun is that some of their friends have come up and, uh, you know, tried to bribe me with chocolate chip cookies and that sort of thing to also appear in the books. <laughs> You know, and actually, uh, honestly, every once in a while it works. So there are some some uh, small characters that show up every now and then that look and act remarkably like the uh, their their friends. <laughs> that they, <laughs> That's uh, so but, funny. But I do have a another series in mind where uh, I like to have uh, my daughter Caroline have her own series, and I just love the idea of a really strong female character, a really strong female protagonist that absolutely does not need to be saved by a boy or saved by a man. 
but oh. save herself and is is the you know writes her own story. And so I'm excited to do that at some point. That is a great idea. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you very much, Jeff, for coming on the program today. And we have truly loved hearing all of this information. And we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And have a great holiday season. And thanks for having me on. Having me on. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. To learn more about Jeff and his work, be sure to visit his website at J-E-F-F-G-U-N-H-U-S dot com. That's jeffgunnis.com. And more information about the book and other cool features are available on jacktemplar.com. The book is called Jack Templar Monster Hunter, and it is a riveting read. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also check out our radio website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. See photos, descriptions, links, and more. Stick around for our next segment as we continue our conversation. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, real talk radio. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Now, we can have a conversation about the holidays, but it's not quite the same as singing about them. And fear not, dear listeners, you will not be hearing singing from me. However, I know someone who has an incredible voice, and that person is none other than our very own Jennifer Lee. Jennifer's been a part of BTSYA and the Express Yourself team for a long time now. I actually got to meet Jennifer at the Moraga Pear and Wine Festival back in September, but this is the first time that I'm getting to speak with her on the program. So welcome, Jennifer. Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, So it's been a really long time since I've been back on the radio, almost, I think, nine months now. And I've been really sad about not coming back. But I'm really excited for the show. And I thought the Christmas holiday season would be a really good time for my return. (laughs) So um, today I'm going to be singing two songs just to... uh, get into the holiday cheer and I'm just going to talk about some fun trivia about the holiday music. So uh, my first song is going to be Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and after I'm done singing I'm going to be talking about it a little bit. i mm-hmm. 
Thank you. It's my first time seeing you on the show. That was really nerve-wracking. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wish you could see me standing up right now and furiously clapping. That was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love to sing, especially in the holidays. And who doesn't like ch- singing? Like, even if you think you're good or bad, it's all about the spirit. <laughs> so uh, just to talk a little about the song, it's a really classic song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. But it came out a long, long, long time ago. Um, if you didn't know Judy Garland, who is from Wizard of Oz as Dorothy and in so many other musical films, she actually originated the song in a musical called Meet Me in St. Louis. And 
And it's a really incredible show, and it doesn't always involve around Christmas, but um, in the scene in the movie, she's consoling a little girl about how everything is going to get better and that she shouldn't be so caught up in the bad situation that she is and that she should just have herself a little Merry Christmas. So I think that is a really good song to listen to during the holidays. And That's very powerful. Yeah, and originally the lyrics were actually a bit different. They were um, not as, uh, let's say, cheerful, and it was a bit more, um, I know that uh, you're feeling really bad, but let's bring it up a little bit. But the producers didn't like the song because they said it was too depressing. (laughs) So they changed the lyrics and made the legend that it is right now. Wow. And you said you've never sang on Express Yourself before. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm pretty sure I did sing one time back when we did the Moraga Fair a couple years back, but it was so long ago that I don't even remember. Wow. I feel like we should have you on every time. That was Yeah, I I would totally be okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, do you have any fun plans for the Christmas time? Um... Yeah, well, not so much. I was going to go to Disneyland with my parents, but it'll depend on how many people there are at Disneyland this year. But I'm hoping that, because my sister is in college right now, but when she comes back home, I'm hoping that we'll all spend a lot of good quality family time together. Good, good. And you were saying that there, you hope there won't be a lot of people at Disneyland, but usually there are a ton of people there. Yeah. In uh, California, there's always a ton of people at Disneyland. No matter what day of the year it is, actually, there's just always so many people there. It's so crazy. Um, Do you have any holiday traditions in your family? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, So my sister sings as well, and she's actually sung on the radio, and she's actually one of the founding members of the radio, but... Uh, my parents always kind of force us to put on a concert for family friends. So but <laughs> well, I don't blame them. <laughs> uh, well, it's not much become like a reluctant thing to do because I just love singing in front of people and performing is my life. But uh, yeah, those are one of our traditions. And my sister and I really like to sing together, especially in harmony and everything. That's very. What weird. kind of concerts do you usually have? Because you uh, play the violin and the piano too, right? Yeah, so I've been playing violin for a really long time as well. And yeah, my parents uh, um, have me perform violin as well. And uh, it's not uh, the same thing as singing. Like singing is, for me, it's a lot of uh, driven from passion and then violin. For me, at least, I know there will be some people who don't believe so. But at least for me, I think violin is a lot of like... The fruit of my labors like I've spent so much time practicing violin that it really sh- shows when I perform for other people ah neat and do you think that the way your voice is today it's so incredible do you think it's a, as a result of a lot of training and voice lessons or do you think it's really all come natural to you I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, there's just some people who are naturally so talented. I mean, they don't even know how to read music. They've never been taught any voice lessons, and they're just so incredible. But I've been singing uh, with my chorus for about 10 years now, and that's really helped me, and especially doing violin and because I play piano as well. I think it's all really come together and helped me to become the musician that I am today. 
Oh, that's very cool. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for your lovely contribution to this discussion. I love the song, and I love taking a look at all the ways we can make the most of the holidays. During yeah, the thank you. Absolutely. During the break, <laughs> please visit our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, be sure to check out the BTSYA store at starstyleradio.net forward slash store. Through December 31st, three books, Be the Star You Are, Be the Star You Are for Teens, or The Business of Show Business are available for the ultra discount 55% off price of $9.99 plus shipping. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with Jennifer, who will sing another song for us. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is Christmas, New Year's, and celebrations. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. We would like to welcome back Jennifer as we continue our deliciously delightful conversation. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. So I sang Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas on our last segment, and that was a bit more down-tempo, and it was a bit more... Uh, getting together with the family at the fireplace. But I'm going to sing something a little more different and a little more funny and brighter. And this is Santa Baby. And make sure to check out the lyrics because I'm going to be talking about them later. And they are actually really funny and hilarious. Santa Baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Off a good girl, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa baby A 54 convertible to light blue I'll wait up for you dear Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight 
Jennifer, 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 you did it again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So if you listen to the lyrics, um, it's really, it's, it has to do with a song about a young woman who is almost flirting and coaxing Santa into giving her all these outrageous presents. And when I was researching on this song, um, it didn't, it just said that this woman was just really, uh, kind of provocatively talking to Santa. And I always, I always thought it was kind of like a romantic relationship about like that song. Like I saw my mom kissing Santa. I thought it was kind of like that, but apparently it's not. But I think everyone can have their own interpretation. And also while I was researching, I found this article online called The True Cost of Santa Baby. And it's from The Hairpin and it was written by Kelsey Wallace. And she calculated every single thing that this young woman asks for and these are really ridiculous things like firstly she asks for a sable fur coat which I had no clue what it was but she said that the cheapest one there was was about $77,000 which is crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then this woman goes on to ask for a 1954 light blue convertible which back then when it was written around 1953, it was $84,900, which is still a lot of money. So much. I can't even ask an iPhone for Christmas from Santa. <laughs> and, then, and then she asks for a yacht, a platinum mine, a duplex, and a bunch of Tiffany's ornaments and a ring, which is probably diamond. And that comes out to a grand total of $1 billion Two hundred nine million six hundred fifty-five thousand one seventy dollars, which oh is gosh. ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like 
the things that she asks for are so extravagant. But I mean, if you're gonna get something from Samna, I guess it, just take advantage of everything you have. <laughs> for all of those. really interesting. It, it the song itself kind of seems like a satire on those people yeah. who are always just wanting more and more and more during the holidays and. Earlier on in the show, Asia and I were talking about how sometimes it's just so refreshing to spend the holiday season with your family instead of worrying about what sort of presents you're going to get or yeah. racking up the bills like this. But it's yeah, to look at it when all the numbers are laid out like that. Yeah, even for like the past, like, I don't know, three years, I haven't even been asking my parents for anything for Christmas. I always tell them not to get me anything because I honestly do not have anything that I want for. But I guess this woman in the lyrics thinks otherwise (laughs) (laughs) uh we were talking about different traditions and you were also saying in the last segment how you would put on these concerts for your family and i thought that was absolutely wonderful that you did that and i'm i'm pretty sure that everybody enjoyed it since you have such a wonderful voice but um i was wondering and i'm sure henna was wondering do you have any other traditions besides that one um I guess if you say traditions, it's like I travel a lot with my family. So every couple years, we'll always go to some or not even couple years. Every couple months, we'll always go to somewhere new. And I guess our regular visiting places is Los Angeles and sometimes East Coast and sometimes back to my uh, parents' home country, South Korea. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my dad is actually right there right now oh neat okay so is it interesting to kind of compare celebrating the holidays you know over here versus with your family in South Korea yeah definitely and I think it's especially because in Korea it snows a lot and I've never actually this is really sad but I've never actually encountered or experienced a white Christmas before the only time that I've actually seen yeah it's so pitiful I know yeah, but Don't I, guess, there have I. <laughs> I guess it has its perks sometimes, but I don't know. I, I really wanted a white Christmas, but I've never been able to get that. So maybe if I go back to Korea uh, during the winter, I can I can see snow because the last time I've seen snow, I saw snow was around two years ago, I think, at Lake Tahoe. Oh, wow. That's a long time ago. Actually, I've lived in Arizona and I'm living in Colorado now and both places are in the mountains and I've never had a white Christmas. And I'm like, this is so weird. I live in the mountains and it snows all the time and it, it never has a white Christmas. So I'm really hoping for this year. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for your wonderful singing and fascinating discussion on the history of those two songs. As always, All good things must come to an end. And this show reminded us of tis the season to sprinkle some fun, flair, and festivity in our lives as we make the most of the holidays. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show where we empower kids. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be in the holiday spirit, and be here. Speak up! 
speak out and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself go My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the, now from the Kickstarter of the Month, here is the Wisp Pops and their song, Sea Turtle.
That was the Wiz Pops from the Kidstar album of the month.